We're talking Cardi B's words to Trump. And is Travis Scott not doing it for the culture and doing it for the Super Bowl in the NFL? All that and more with a very special guest on Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. Baby, stick it, baby, move it, baby, lick it, baby, suck up on that cookie to that pussy, got a hickey, baby, watch big, could've brought a Range Rover, chain little, but I supposed to All right, who's getting up on the table? <laughs> 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 Come on, Courtney. <laughs> oh, 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 no, no, what's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're here at Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. That is the City Girls and Cardi B in the twerk video that y'all probably see in some cheeks right now. And we're going to talk about that with a little bit, but I'm going to introduce y'all to who's in the studio today. I'm, of course, your host, Courtney Stewart. Daryl Kristen is on vacation up in Detroit doing something, but I got Jesse Janity in the What's building. up? And we have a wonderful special guest, y'all. And y'all about to just melt when y'all hear her voice. Oh, my goodness. From Fox's new show, The Passage, we've got Miss Caroline Chikizi in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming and joining us. So, I mean, you still here in the City Girls, Under the Beat. The song is called Twerk. The video dropped this week. Everybody had a lot to say about this video. A lot of people were waiting for this video since I think it was November when they said well, something about because that viral video went out. Yes. So the girl, yeah. have you seen the one where she goes, Flew the down. winners will get flewed out. Yeah. Flewed out, flewed mm-hmm. out. So they put okay. that in this too. So it's a bunch of people for uh, this twerk challenge that went out. And that's basically the theme of the video is that these girls are twerking, twerking for the city their, girls. Twerking for their lives, y'all. Mm-hmm. Twerking for their lives. I mean, lives. literally, like, some of this was... I've never seen such aggressive twerking in my life. <laughs> Exactly. I'm really. This is an art. This it, is art. It is. No, no. By the right? honestly, by the end of it, because I, I, the fact that I made it through the whole video, I was like, wow. At the end of it, I was like, you were like, yeah. wow. This, yeah, like they honestly, like. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I, I definitely. Wish I, could. I can't do any do that was happening. Nothing. I, I do in the privacy yeah. of my bedroom. I yeah. wish I could. Yeah. But, so that's the question I'll that's kind of come up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the conversation that's kind of been coming up around this is whether or not this is actual female empowerment, women re taking back their time mm-hmm. and their bodies because there are no men really in the video yeah. except at the end. I think they breaking up a like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. But they're not like. They are for the purpose of the male gaze. These women yep. are twerking for each other. They're smacking each other's butts mm-hmm. and enjoying each other. Some people, some women on one side are saying, this is like girls trip for women. Like, yes, <laughs> they own the yacht. They're twerking for each other. It's great. And other women are saying, y'all, come on. It's another Luke video. Are we really owning our bodies and being empowered by shaking our asses all over again? What y'all think? Mm, well, I think it's refreshing, as you said. You know, normally in the videos, we're doing it for the guys, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're, you know, dousing us with money. So I like that aspect, but I don't know. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sitting on the fence a bit. Yeah. You know, as long as you're enjoying yourselves. I mean, they look like they're having fun. Yes, they look like they're having the time of their lives. Right? So more power to them, I guess. Um, For me, I don't think I could twerk so publicly (laughs) or privately. (laughs) Or (laughs) just twerk at at all. I I I thought I was twerking. I guess I'm not. Nothing I've ever done is a twerk, apparently. (laughs) Because I ain't ever done anything. You know, it's funny because Missy Elliott had tweeted out um, whatever anniversary it was of Gossip Folk. The video. And she said, you know, it's so how far we have come. Because she said, I remember shooting that video 
And, you know, when you do that, it has there's certain guidelines within MTV, like all the the, yeah. w- the channels and networks, and their skirts had to be a certain inch yeah. above the knee for it to be shown, shown on TV. On TV yeah. And now, I mean... <laughs> now it's like... Now it's nothing like, left to the imagination. Yeah, now it's like no clothing. None, none. I mean, yeah. they were in, what, body paint? Mm-hmm. Body suits, essentially? Like, yeah. They I, I look fantastic, though. Yeah, that's the one thing. I, say, I was like, whoa, wow. the styling was amazing. Cardi amazing. B, yeah. phenomenal, love the red, like So everything. are we in a new age where this, our kids are watching this and now it's like, well, mm. it's there, so own it. Like, at this point, as women, you have to own it because we're moving into a new generation where, I mean, I've, see, it's so crazy because in the gay world, I see this with gay men. Like, it's just, being naked is nothing. Yeah. And we're almost, and now as I actually just started rereading the Bible, too, so I'm, like, going through it and I'm like, wow, like, I'm not going to get into that conversation, actually. No, because that's way, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> that's a whole nother, nother show. show. But episode. it's so intriguing to me that it's like, what do you do? Do you go with mm. it and then you teach and you, you know, it's like, okay, do this, but you don't let men look at you as an object. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just difficult. You know, I think overcorrection may be happening. Yeah. As women, you know, that, okay. yeah. So what I think what happens it happens is in order for it to be brought into balance, we have to go so far the other way, which looks like this, yeah. twerking naked, and then I think we'll calm down a bit and adjust. Okay, yeah. you know, but for now, I think that's what's happening. Overcorrection. Yeah. That's kind of what I said. That's actually what I said about the Me Too movement because people are like, "Well, men can't do anything, and anybody's yeah. guilty." And I'm like, "Well, it's kind of got to correct itself. It's got to go way to the left, and yeah, eventually exactly. we'll balance out." Yeah. But um, I left the video. I'm glad. You know, I love Cardi B. Shout me out too. to all of them. I'm gonna say the video Ishimani. made me like the song ten I times love more. The song, I, the yeah. song is enjoyable, yeah. and I couldn't help jiggling when I was. Yeah, like, yeah. you bounce, you get it. Yeah. But I just can't. I when I when the video was over though, I was definitely left with a. It still felt like, loop to me because even oh, though yeah. they're like, oh, you know, it's not for the male gaze because there are no men in the video. It's obviously for the male gaze still because you're putting it out there and that is what they're going to consume and you're being you're being a stripper because you choose to and that's great and congratulations you can make that choice in this country and yeah. do whatever you want to with your body. But I don't know if that's really us winning, our body no like i don't i don't know but if I, I get that i don't get it either but i do agree with what you said about going mm-hmm. so, so far to way. the opposite side yeah. to where it's like okay you know what maybe you know maybe yeah. when culture gets a little older and she's like mama what can i do and, and cardi's like <laughs> get off the counter yeah <laughs> yeah maybe the shift will happen but, yeah. yeah, at what point, I don't know, at what point did we say, like, because it used to be, like, your goal is to keep your kid off the pole, right? Mm. And not to say that if you ended up on the pole, you can't be more than that and you aren't more than yeah. that and you don't whatever. But now it, it's almost glorifying it, and I think that's mm. why I'm not comfortable. Yeah, it's a bit concerning because I did see a video the other day of a little child saying she wanted to be a stripper when she grew up. She was, like, mm. four yeah. years old. And I thought, oh, well, I guess that's where we are yeah. now. Um, so Popular culture, strippers yeah. are winning. Like, I mean, so and no judgment. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just do, a fact. yeah, it's yeah. just the way it is. And I guess we just have to adjust to the new, you know, the new new. <laughs> Raising a girl yeah. in this world. Yeah. Ooh, Lord, have well, mercy on them. All yeah, right. speaking of going far left or maybe far too far right, mm. uh, Cardi B. I actually didn't get to even see this video <laughs> because another video of Cardi's went viral, which was her. 
talking about this government shutdown. Yes, mm. she did. Yeah, are we going into what, week four of this? Yeah, it's wow. 20, I think we're on 26 days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm. So Cardi came out to, um, you know, this is this picture is uh, she from a post that she uh, posted where she basically came out to say, like, yo, I know it's not my job and, like, this is so out of my lane, but, like... I feel like she had just had a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. who was talking about them not, you know, maybe they are, you know, a federal worker or whatnot, and they're not getting paid. I felt like it was it hit somebody close to her, yeah. uh, which made her go out and say this. You know, when you hear the numbers, and it's crazy, too, because we're on Black Hollywood Live, but so I was looking at some of the numbers, and they were saying that of the 14% of the population of America that are federal workers... I want to say it was like 10% are African American. Like, oh. a- African Americans make up most of them. And how this is going to affect us, and mm. this is affecting over 40 million people because it's going to start affecting food stamps. It's going to start mm. affecting, like, well, they only have so much money for so long. Yeah, they've only, mm. they're only like funded for food stamps through like February Mm -hmm. and then obviously people that are not getting paid at all like your debt is building up your things are spiraling so to come back from that government contractors won't get paid back at all and Even it's if just, they come with a budget, so listening to it, it's just you know I, I went back and went start was listening to Trump talk at some of these you know things. And I'm just like, you know, we keep hearing like you want to save the children, save this, save this. Do you know how many people this is affecting? Like I, I'm not going to even say the where I was working, but I was working. I, it took them three to four weeks to send me a check, and how that affected my yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah very yeah. bad yeah. <laughs> like so yeah. to have this and families like mm. this is this is insane mm, yeah it's very concerning yeah it should be illegal it, it's, and you, you know think. and also they should be heavily compensated mm-hmm. it should yeah. just go i can't believe that this is yeah. being allowed to happen well and this it's is the longest shocking. running the longest yeah. one in history so far i mean it's happened multiple times yeah. before but this is definitely the longest mm. one what's scary is that like they said something like, um, I want to say it was like 90% of that population. Because generally, like, when people say, like, federal workers at first, people aren't really realizing, like, well, what are Ooh. they doing? These yeah. are people making, like, a real basic salary for the most part. Like, mm. somewhere between probably forty and $60,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of them have families, as we said. But what, just a statistic of Americans, period, it's only, like, I don't know, like, 12% of the population has more than, like, $400 in a savings account to, like, hold them over. for Because so many families live paycheck to paycheck. paycheck, And this is only further proof of why that's so problematic and the Mm -hmm. idea that Trump is like, hey, you guys, you'll be able to figure it out. You always do. Yeah, he's talking about the summertime. I'm like, we'll be in a recession by Mm -hmm. then. And, you know, then what does that do for us? Okay, great. Now nobody can come in. Well, you know, and, you know, listening to this wall thing, I'm just like... It's almost mind blowing mm. to think that okay, I understand taking precautions, but this doesn't seem like we need to stop the entire world mm-hmm. for something physical like this. When once this walls up, people still gonna get in. They're still mm-hmm. gonna find ways to get in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he does such a good job of painting it as a, himself as a hero. I mean, that will give him that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty impressive. It's that crazy. There's, his group of people, like, really subscribe to everything. Even seeing government workers with families not able to pay their mortgages mm. 
it's not enough for people to be like, oh, no, this is not cool. And he, yeah. Trump said, he took full responsibility yeah. for the shutdown. Like, I'm shutting it down. He's like, I'm not wow. going to say proud of, I'm not going to call it the shutdown. I'm going to say Trump <laughs> shut this down wow. because he's using it as a pawn. And he knows he is. And yeah. everybody knows he is. But somehow the supporters are still okay with it. Yeah. And they are oh, the population God. that's harshly affected. affected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't understand the logic of that. Like, the human yeah. mind is mind-boggling terrifying and props to Cardi for shedding light on it yeah. mm-hmm. and taking a stance because yeah. she brought awareness to me about it. I've mm-hmm. been living in a bubble and I did check this out and I was horrified and yeah. wish I hadn't checked it out because it's not a nice thing to know that's happening right now. Not at all. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Look, Trump, now you're going to have everyone being strippers because they're like, well, ain't going to get taxed on I mean, oh, like, it. Yeah. He'll be fine with that. He'll yeah. be like, see, I told you they'd go find other jobs. Yeah. They can work part-time jobs and work. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Crazy. In tax season. Like, are you, yeah. this is crazy. Oh, yeah. oh, I did like the idea to do this here. Like, the people were saying, like, we should be able to do our taxes, but then we should be able to say we want to give our taxes to a family that has been affected by the shutdown yeah, instead dope. of giving it if the government is not going to do its job yeah. and use our money properly then I, I think we should not be able tough. to do that we need to start a position yeah. y'all but like people are awesome. talking about that I think it's a great idea yeah that's yeah. a dope idea yeah Fantastic. select a family that has not been able to get pay their bills because of the shutdown and give your money to them yay hmm. well <laughs> on a more positive note um I don't know if you guys have seen this viral video. He goes by the name of Super Bitch. He is a young gay male. His Instagram is called is uh, He's So Southeast. So he went viral with these pink boot heels, these pleather yes, pants, this, yeah, so, the silver top, where he's on top of his roof, and he literally like jumps down into a split, and he's like pointing a gun up and all this stuff and he wants to be the world's first gay superhero. And well, dreams do come true because apparently 10 years ago Lee Daniels said he wants to... uh, Actually, can we play that video? This will explain it right here. Yeah. So this is uh, Lee Daniels with the the young boy. And this is the the glasses he had on and, and all this stuff. He's yeah, his face is everything. And so basically, they're in talks to work on a movie. He hit him up through Instagram, and they're very excited for this. They're you know this. It, it's crazy because. It went so viral. Yeah. I was looking at people's Insta stories and they're like, please make this a movie. Please make this a movie. I don't know if I would go that far to say that. Like maybe like uh, in an episode of something, but it'll be interesting to see where and how they, they go come up about with. doing well, I'd that. tune in, that's for sure. You know what I mean? He's fabulous. He's very good. <laughs> and we are, we are, I'm, uh, dreams do come true. And I found my superhero. In America, world, Get ready, cuz. I'm about to give y'all a combo. Oh, wow. A combo. I'm about to give y'all a combo. Um, So, yeah, there we have it. He'll do his own stuff. Super bitch. I mean, he got some gymnastic skills. You want to talk about that twerk video? Go look at Super bitch. Super bitch was doing all kind of no hand flips in them boots and landing on his feet just fine. Oh, my gosh. This video is amazing. Good for him. Yeah, seriously. Not to the Power Rangers theme song. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So y'all are here for the superhero movie from Lee Daniels with Super Bitch. Definitely. All right. We're going to check that out. Okay. Get it. I mean, can we? We all need some. I need some discoveries on the Instagrams. Can I play with Super Bitch? Literally. You know what I mean? So, I mean, look, it goes to show like how easy it was. He just did this in front of his house and it went so viral. Now he's getting a movie. Just do what you love. Yeah. And what you enjoy. And show people and share it. Because somebody looking. Yeah. So that's beautiful. All right. Well, thank you, Jesse, for all those wonderful stories. (laughs) We got a couple more before we get to talk about my new favorite show on TV. Um, We're going to start out with our EUR Web Spotlight Story of the Week. We don't have our sound effects because something about it won't download, but we're going to jump right on in. So we've talked for quite some time about the Super Bowl, which is coming up next month. And it's in my hometown, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. But uh, so we were all excited because it was in Atlanta, but then there's this whole like Colin Kaepernick, there's mm-hmm. sort of a protest against the NFL going on, but we wanted black performers and rappers because it's in Atlanta and it hasn't been in Atlanta for a long time. Well, we found out that even though Maroon 5 has signed on, which I kind of feel was bad never... for Maroon 5 at this oh, point. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they signed on, because they're like a shadow of what anybody wants for the That's Super what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't even excited for the Maroon 5. Well, because, oh. no, but they asked people before, because before them was Jay-Z and like two other people or something. And Maroon 5 came after that because all these other performers were not mm-hmm. going to do it. Yeah. Um, so then we were like, okay, Maroon 5, who are you going to get? Cardi B. Cardi B was like, nope, sorry, I stand with Kaepernick. And they asked a few other people, and then apparently they asked Travis Scott, or the NFL asked Travis Scott, and we heard last week that Travis Scott was like, oh, yeah, I'm in. And we were all like, wait, what? Bro, why would you do that? Even, um, I believe it was John Legend. No, it was um, Meek Mill. It was Meek Mill that said, I think it was Meek Mill that was like, bro, like, oh, yeah. why are you even doing this? Like, why? Your career is yeah, you on fire right now. You don't need it. Yeah, yeah Michael um, B. Jordan got caught saying that. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people were kind of like, dude, like, why? And black people in America, we always looking at each other like, really, we can't get nothing done because we will never stand together <laughs> when something is really going down. So anyway, we find out a couple days ago that he got the NFL to make a 500000 donation to Van Jones's charity called the Dream Corp, which is a justice uh, uh, charity for justice in this country. So it kind of softened the blow for some, not for me. We'll talk about that in a minute. But then Travis Scott went on to say, and I believe he posted and Kaepernick. that Cap- yeah. he had spoken to Kaepernick yeah. about the situation and then brought up this whole charitable donation. But he made Why it seem like lying. Kaepernick co-signed for him to do it uh, with this whole donation. That's what it kind of made it seem like. Mm -hmm. Well, Kaepernick and his peeps came out and was like, absolutely not. He did not consult us. Yes, they did have a conversation. Yes, Colin Kaepernick was like, nah, bro, I don't think that's a good idea. And yes, Travis Scott went ahead and did it anyway. So that's where that stands. So now Travis Scott is performing at the Super Bowl. And, and Big Boy. Big Big Boy. He's big also boy. Big Outcast. Boy from Outcast is oh. also performing. But no okay. one's making no noise about him. Well, yes. because yes. Like, most people don't even know who Big Boy is at this point, which is sad oh. to me because I obviously <laughs> yeah. am very clear. But like most people are kind of like, eh, it's Big Boy. But people are really pissed at Travis Scott. Yeah. So what y'all think? Is it justified? Should he perform? Mm, 
well, he's already made that decision. Yeah. So I think when I heard about this, I think what may have happened is that he didn't. He just he met with Colin in order to just say I'm doing it anyway, yeah. just out of respect. Respect, yeah. And it got spun into you know he co- Colin co-signed it. That's the only thing I think that can make sense because I don't know why he would say that you know he got Colin's permission if right. that's yeah. not what happened. Which I could see that for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean. He's already he's doing it now. He's doing so it. I think we should just make the most of it. I think the most of it. If I don't see that boy kneel at the end of that performance, oh. we can't be friends no more. Oh. Like if you kneel, if you get yeah. on that stage and get on a knee, you can do your whole performance, yeah. and at the end of it, and wear so, a Kaepernick oh, jersey, and wear a ca- I would be here for you for life. Me but if too. you just get on that stage and take that money and do that dance, we ain't. Yeah, not here for you. That's that's fair. You. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like. You, now that would be yeah. huge if uh, Cardi did that. Uh, well, oh, I, yeah. that's what, and we talked about it before. I'm like, if any person of color is on that stage, mm. like I don't care what the stipulations is in the NFL contract, I would get on a knee mm. and be on that stage. That's the only yeah. way I would ever do it. Now I wonder because speaking of Gladys Knight, she's going to be doing. She's doing this, uh, the, the national Star anthem. Star Spangled Banner. Oh. Yeah. Is she going to do it on one knee? Goodness, I mean, she would get. <laughs> yeah, it is her hometown, but see, that's why it's hard. Like, it's, it's her so hometown. Hard. It's short. Like, and I get it, yeah. but I, at the same, like the young Gladys Knight, out girl, I'll give you a pass. Sing your yeah, song. It's the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. It's not the halftime show, uh, but I have an issue with the young folk. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's like I'm just not going to tune in. Period. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and that's just me, period. And I, normally yeah. I always yeah. tune in because For I the like show. the halftime yeah. show. Yeah. But I mean, one, I like you got room party, five. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I wasn't even going to tune in anyways, but two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do like Adam Levine, though. I, I love room five. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. don't think they're a halftime show. No. Yeah. And I also no. think it's like out of all the years, if like NFL, this just goes to show like y- y'all were banking on the Cardi B. Yeah. I think they were. Oh, yeah. Because I just, it still blows my mind that like J Lo has not done a half time. I do. <laughs> I think, mean, like, if you're going to put a show on, like, there's someone that in oh, yeah. 15 maybe minutes. It's not a, maybe J Lo is not here for whatever money they're trying to give. Mm. Because I think the rule, something about they give, like, just a set amount of money, and, like, if you want other artists and things like that, like, that's the budget you have to work between. So it's not like a big paycheck as an mm-hmm. artist, it's oh. mostly just the prestige of getting to do the halftime show and oh. whatever. So I don't know. Maybe it's just not enough money for her to shake mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. she's not here for it. She don't need nobody else on stage though. <laughs> no, no she don't. She's fabulous. But either or, won't be watching. I know. I know it's sad too. I'm like, oh, it's at home. I was so. Whatever. I might be watching, but I'll probably go to Atlanta. Go yeah. to some of the parties. That'll yeah. be fun. I love that. <laughs> Wait, it. I need to figure yeah. out what weekend it is. Is it the weekend mm-hmm. I'm actually already going to be there? Is it March? No, it's usually in February. February. Oh I need the date. Look at that date. I might be there. Yeah. yeah. If it's the weekend, because it's usually like the first or second weekend of February. Oh if it's February gosh. 8th, I am so like, I'm a. Me too. No way. I'm, I'm there. Going, I'll be there too because my oh mom's my birthday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. February oh, 3rd. I wasn't supposed to say that. It's oh, a, my God. oh, it's the oh. weekend before. Oh. February 3rd. It's only a four hour flight. We could. But you could do it yeah. both ways. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. That's our that's our lives. Okay. We'll we'll go on to our last story of the week. So somebody else who's getting a little bit of flack in the presses and the social media world this week is Miss Ayanna Van Zant. Mm. So for those of you that don't know, she has a show Queen. called Fix My Life on the yeah. Own Network, which we all enjoy thoroughly. 
a lot. Um, but so she was doing an interview at uh, Sway's Universe this week, and she made some comments that made people a little bit upset about R. Kelly. I'm going to read to you what she said. So basically, at first, she told um, Sway that R. Kelly actually reached out to her about being on her show long before this yeah. docuseries came out. And in response to him reaching out, this is what she said. She said, quote, he didn't meet one of the criteria that we had for our guests. Are they willing? Are they ready? Do they have the capacity to do the work? He didn't have it. He didn't have the emotional capacity. So then they went on to say, like, well, you know, what should, could, would, he, would you do it now? Like, what's going on? And she went on to say, quote, I would never, ever condone or justify anything that he's been accused of doing. But locking him up in jail is not the answer. Mm. He's sick. Just like the people he allegedly committed these acts with, they're sick. This needs to be a massive healing. Them, him, all of them. End quote. So she don't think R. Kelly needs to go to jail. He needs to be healed. Mm. And some people took serious issue with that. Yeah. What y'all think? I definitely agree with what she's saying about him. Um, as far as not going to jail, I don't agree with that you've committed a crime and basically she's saying that he wasn't even intelligent enough or i mean basically she uh, from what i'm getting from this is that she's saying she met with him and he don't have the mental capacity to even understand why he what he did yeah she was saying he still wasn't to a place where he could even admit that he had done something Mm. that was wrong right but when, when the whole world's telling you this sir you know what I mean? Like, that's like saying someone who kills somebody. Well, you yeah, know, they just didn't, didn't get it, you know? Yeah. They didn't understand that they were putting... Well, them... that's the argument of insanity. Mm-hmm. When exactly. you're in jail, do you go to jail for that? Or do you get... That's I mean, that's how we decide how people are mm-hmm. punished mm-hmm. sometimes. It's what we determine if they had the ability to know the difference between right and wrong. Goodness, but I definitely think that I love why I love this that she even brought this up. I think it opens up a conversation of mental health mm. again in in the world, um, and this is a big platform from it, you know. And yes, we watched this whole six part documentary from the the victim side, and I I. It was so much. It yeah, was like it was really like I, hard to get through. Yeah. Um, I would love a sit down. I would love for her to do that sit down, but again, it can't be with just him because then you're gonna get like what was um his name back in the day when he was like, so do you uh, mess with young girls? Well, how young are we talking? Oh, like, yeah. whoa, bro. Whoa. First of all, yeah. it was what was that Toure? Yeah, he did that interview. That with goes you. that goes to kind of her point of like, mm. bro, what? He still doesn't think there's a problem with it. Well, no, I think, you know, unfortunately, he, he must be punished, even as a deterrent mm-hmm. for future, you know, mm-hmm. sexual predators. We can't, we just can't let it slide like that. And who are we to decide who, you know, we can't really make that decision, I don't think. No. Yeah. You know, um, I can't even say the name. So it's Iyana. Iyana. She, um, <laughs> sorry, she, um, that's based on her, her perception of having mm-hmm. met him. But I don't think, you know, she's in that position to make that call. Yeah. Especially, you know, the people who have been affected by his actions, allegedly. Um, they won't, I'm sure they're not pleased to hear that that's her, her take on it. For sure. And, um, yeah, that's the old wave, I think, the old wave of, old school way of, of looking at people 
like that. It's so it's, interesting it's, it's, that you say yeah. that because her idea, she's she goes on in the interview and she's all and she's often talked about how it, it's a sickness, especially in African American culture in this country, of yeah. the keeping it a secret and all mm. of that. And but it almost feels like what she's saying is exactly the same thing they've been saying. Oh, that's Uncle Vince. He, yeah, he ain't right. Yeah, he ain't right. But he don't need to go. No, Mm-mm. he needs to go to jail. Yes. And as far as I'm aware, in terms of research, and I could very well be wrong. I am not a medical researcher, but the information that I am aware of and what I have read has often said that um, pedophilia is not really a curable situation. Mm. So jail is really the only deterrent we have. Yeah, or because castration. yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> but that won't help his mental <laughs> manipulation situation. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I don't. I it kind of actually upset me a little bit that she said he shouldn't go to jail. Yeah, that's what, that's what I don't get by that. Like, mm. I, I don't, I, I, you know, I felt like, I loved what she said again. It opens up this conversation of like, yes, you know, let's punish him, but, but at the same time, like, let's really figure out, like, why does it even get to this? You know, mm, especially yeah. in the culture of hip-hop, like, mm. or in the culture of music, because, you know, when these people are put on these pedestals, it's like, shh, mm. you know, we saw it with Harvey Weinstein, you go down mm. the list, you know, uh, this plays into a whole nother psyche when you're talking about underage women. Yeah, but it gets to this when we don't take action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it happens. I think if we take a firm stance and we draw a line in the sand and say this is where it stops in mm-hmm. our community, I think, you know, we have to. Moving forward, I think that will determine what happens. So. I agree. We um, draw a line in the years. sand, y'all. Draw a line in the sand. Yeah. And that line mm-hmm. should start with R. Kelly behind bars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we would like to move on to something a little more positive and exciting. And that's my new favorite show on oh. Fox. It just premiered on the 14th. And it is fabulous. And it is called The Passage. And our lovely guest, Caroline, <laughs> plays. You're playing Dr. Major Nicole Sykes. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Nicole yeah. Sykes. And we don't know. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what to do with you on this show yet. I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Because, okay, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about the show and your character. Because I have a DVD and I haven't been able to watch it You haven't been able to watch it. Well, it's based on a trilogy of novels by Justin Cronin called The Passage, obviously. And it's uh, focused on a secret government facility called Project Noah where a team of scientists, led by myself, were experimenting with a dangerous virus. And this, what we're experimenting, could lead to the cure for all diseases. But it could also lead to the downfall and the destruction of the human race. So it's a dangerous situation, and it's high top secret. And my character is Dr. Major Nicole Sykes. I'm being told that in order for us to, to succeed in the formula we're trying to create, we need to get a very young test subject, a 10-year-old child, Amy Belafonte played by Sanai Sydney and I think why you're saying you're uncomfortable yeah. is that I make the call bring the child yes honey they go look yeah. at them snatch this little girl <laughs> up off of the street she's a orphan yeah and they want to bring her to this facility and I was like wait a second it's a really interesting um conceptually in the, the as the culture is currently with yeah. what we're dealing with you know with race mm-hmm. and women and all of this it's interesting to me that you in a lead role as a beautiful black woman and they have the young girl is also a beautiful black on, girl right yes. so on the surface you were like oh that's amazing but <laughs> the message also is really kind of 
messing with me a little bit. Yeah. It's sort of like, because she actually, uh, the young actress uh, that plays Amy, she says, uh, um, in the, she's saying, that I'm the one that nobody would not want, or the yeah. one that no one would miss, or that people wouldn't come looking for, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And that, obviously, we were just talking about R. Kelly, and like all those mm-hmm. bells are ringing. Do you think that they were aware of that in working out the casting with this story? Not was it so, purposeful? Yeah. Were you meant to be? Uh, was no. your character black? Do you know or? what they did? Hmm. They opened up the casting wow. and it was the best person for the gig. Sanaya awesome. Sydney, she went She's in there brilliant. and she is incredible. Yeah. How could you not make her Amy? Yeah. So they did that. They opened really? it. Even for me, my character wasn't black. Mm-hmm. It was uh, written as a, a white lady and I think they were searching for the part of the role for the character and they, they got to a point where they were like, bring everyone in sort of yeah. thing. And I came in and they deemed that I was the, the best person for the job. And I think, but I think it's really interesting that mm-hmm. we are of colour yes. in these roles um, and it doesn't make it so clear cut that way you know and it it puts another whole layer of message and information that's why I'm like I don't know what to do with this I know (laughs) it's very confusing and certainly my character when she was like bring a child she had no idea it'd be a child like you know a black child so Mm -hmm. she has to um, I hope I'm not going to give too much away I hope but you know don't think this is going over my character's head. Yeah. No, I was yeah. just going to say, I wonder. Yes. Yeah. And how about... by the hand and run away. And just to throw in a little bit, they were testing on adults, but they were also going to prisons. Yeah. And they found a black man. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, what, are we are yeah. we preaching right now, Fox? Like, what is happening? Yeah. This is a really commentary. Like, historically, yeah. that's a major yeah. comment because that happened. Yeah, exactly. And to be playing that out in the state that we are in, it's just amazing to me yeah. how relevant and yeah. scary at the same time all of yeah. that really is. So, yeah, it's in yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm really into this show. Like, oh. I'm so now, did excited. You read the, did you read the novels? No, I hadn't. I had never read them. My sister, one of my sisters, was obsessed with the passage, and so when I got the gig, she was like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" Oh my god. <laughs> but I got it. I booked the job, and I, I said to them, "Oh, I'm you know, I'm studying." They said, "No, no, no, don't read it. It's not required reading. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to differ slightly from the book." Okay. And I thought, you know, it may confuse me, mm-hmm. yeah. so I didn't read it, and I'm yet to read it. But I'm a bit scared to read it now, having shot the first season. Yeah. You know, yeah. you probably stick with. So, what they're giving yeah. you and build around that. I for love sure. the material we have, and I just don't, I don't know <laughs> if I should read the, the actual book. book. Okay. Mm. All right. So, this is a mid season replacement show, though. Can you give us any information about where we're going with the show? Yes, at oh, least for the goodness. Next few it's such, it's such, so early on, isn't it? Um, I have to be careful not to give too much away. But as you've seen already, having watched it, you know, it's a big, expansive drama. But um, at the heart of the show, it's actually focused on love and human connection. And I think that's really nice for a genre show. That's yes. unusual. Usually vampires are like just going around scaring you, mm-hmm. but you don't, they don't make you feel. And I think what our show's done really well, they've, um, they've encapsulated so many different elements. There's action, there's drama, there's a captivating love story, there's heartfelt emotion from the father-daughter dynamic. It's just a delicious blend, I think, of so many things. So every order, there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. you know. Because for me, if it were just a vampire show, I wouldn't be interested. Mm-hmm. I like to feel when I watch. I want to be moved. If I'm going to spend an hour watching something, I want to feel something. And I think that's what this show, what we've done with The Passage, Liz Heldon's a brilliant writer, and Jason Ensler, our executive producer, uh, director, they did a great job of meshing it all together and you know, cooking up a spicy, spicy stew. Yes. <laughs> I'm so food obsessed. So everything I say, it's I'm like, right yeah. Now, right. So. yeah. <laughs> but just to co-sign on that, you guys, all of that that she just described and said is already in the first episode. Like you get all of those feelings. Mm. You get the 
the, you get the heart. It's like this is us yeah. moments. Like you're yeah. like, oh wait, what? Exactly. And there's the love. You already see that with Emmanuel Shariki yeah. and um, uh, Mark Paul Gosler. And then your situation, yeah. like, and it's yeah. like, is it the Walking Dead? <laughs> eating people? Like, I don't know. Like there are so many layers yeah. and levels to all of it, and then you yeah. already get it in the pilot episode, which is astonishing. Like pilots are are difficult. Yeah. Like, and they don't always like snatch you in immediately. Yeah. And this one definitely. They've done a great job. Me up. You guys yeah. did a great job. You did Thank a fabulous you. job. Oh, I'm so glad to be so part of it. it. I'm still pinching myself. Yeah. yeah. But you as an actress, you seem to have done quite a bit of sci-fi in general. Yeah, I mean, right? we had you in Supernatural, mm-hmm. you were in Torchwood, you're in Shannara Chronicles. Yeah. Like, what is your draw to sci-fi? Do you know what? I don't, I had never, you know, set out to be, you know, that genre, to be mm-hmm. sci-fi, but I definitely gravitate towards these, um, you know, fictional characters like in Shannara I played a queen how often do you get to play a queen and wear flowing (laughs) gowns and you know I I did a a movie called Aragon I've got to be a princess I think it's because it's something outside of the normal and then you get to escape and and play like I mean that's all I ever really wanted to do when I became an actress I just want to play Mm -hmm. I want to put on a fantastic costume and swan around (laughs) and I get to do that you know in this genre so I think I'll stay in it thank you very much I love it it's so fun and uh, it's not a typical day you know you go back you take your makeup off at the end of the day and you go back to your normal life but you get to work and you get to you know just play out all these crazy scenarios that wouldn't really happen in real life so I think that's the draw for me what's a dream uh, role that you would love to step into oh my goodness I love Black Panther oh Oh my gosh I want to go to Wakanda. Wakanda. Yes. That's what I want to do. Find me Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. That's why you want to go. Yeah. I like Chadwick. I like Chadwick too. Yeah. Well, I like Mbaku is my baby. They're all lovely. Winston Duke. Yeah, Winston. He's darling. Yes, yeah. he's darling. They're all fantastic. They're all fantastic. They're and all the girls, fantastic. Letitia, yeah. oh, yeah. Lepita, yeah. Dana. Yeah. Well, I was like, amazing. you'll fit right on in. Right? Just beautiful. Oh, just, I wish. I know. Just all queen. Oh, God, I just wish. Just get it in. Oh, no, no worries. Just claim it, honey. It's coming. Amen. It's coming Thank for sure. Thank you. All right. Well, just as we... Uh, wrap up here because we gotta close out even though oh, I wanna like so I have fun. like so much for this show like I wanna talk more <laughs> I want I want information about the next episodes of the show like oh cause you guys cut us off at like yeah. a it's a cliffhanger but situation, do that, you know. Yeah. But it, we're we're Netflix generation now, though, so yeah. it's so Binge. hard to have to wait for another episode a whole week. I know. But it's honestly, hard. I've noticed that it's shows like this that can keep me in that realm. Mm. It's like the I, I, there's a few other ones that I've been watching on Netflix and stuff, and it's like thank God this is on Netflix because I don't think I would wait till yeah. Netflix, <laughs> yeah. you know. But yeah. it's a show like this where you, you're done, you feel like did I just watch three episodes? And yeah, holy yeah. crap, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It's true. It's that's like true. an event, Asha. Yeah, it's worth you know setting the DVR or watching on Monday nights, and uh, you know getting the popcorn in and gathering your friends. It's it's, it's a great show. It's, I shouldn't really say that because I'm on it, but I really like <laughs> no, it. No, you should I definitely mean, you, say it. I thank hope you. so. That's why you're part of the reason it's a great show, so you get to claim that for Mm -hmm. sure. And we will definitely be watching. I feel like this is my, you know, okay, this is my life right now because we're just going to talk about that for a second. I got this Mm -hmm. and I got Game of Thrones coming back. And I'm about to have the best spring of my life. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. All right, but for our fans out there that wanna find you and learn more about you, yeah. where are you at on social media? Oh. Where are they gonna see you? Where can they see the show? Sure. What time? What okay, day? Okay, so the show airs on Fox on Mondays at eight, nine, eight central, only on Fox. And as for me, I am trying to sort my social media out. On Instagram, it's my name, Caroline Chikizi. On Twitter, it's my name, Caroline Chikizi. And I think that's pretty much it. That's where you can find me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, where are you at, JSC? Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. All right, mm-hmm. and you can find me all over the social media universe at Stuart Starlet. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Join the conversation. Make sure y'all check out the passage. And I mm-hmm. want the comments to be loaded <laughs> up with what y'all thought about the passage because we're probably going to talk about this some more. Like, I actually want to do the after show. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to come on our, our sister network after and do yeah. that. For sure. We, I'm we down. need a conversation about that. Yeah. All right. So until next week, guys, you guys enjoy. Hope y'all are dry because we are not yet out here. <laughs> but take care. Have a beautiful weekend. And God bless y'all. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me. At King XO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.